We're here. You want to go to war? You got a war. You started it. We gonna finish. Cactus Jack, one-on-one, -on -one, me and you. <laughs> you know I can't stand your flagellating family. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do, me and you, April the 15th? I'm going to kill you. That's right. I'm going to kill Cactus Jack. I may get the chair, but I'm going to kill him. No, I'm going to tell you what. I might just torture him, and then I'm going to kill him. No, I may kill him, and then I'm going to torture him. No, I'll tell you what. I'm going to castrate him first, then I'm going to kill him, and then I'm going to torture him. No, whoa. Wait a minute. What am I going to do? I'm going to castrate him, kill him, torture him, and then I'll... I know what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to strap him into the bumper of my 55 Buick, and I'm going to pull that son of a bitch down the main street of Philadelphia. That's what I'm going to do. Do you ever look at Cactus Jack? Did you ever look at his face? Oh, what a face he's got. If I had a face like him, I'd have it circumcised. <laughs> oh, I am looking so forward to this. Recording equipment, so... See how it goes. Um, just wanted to bring up real quick because we had two, uh, as far as wrestling news goes, we had two hard hitting things happen uh, almost back to back, basically. Uh, first of all, we had, uh, we lost uh, Terry Funk on Wednesday. Uh, died at uh, 79 years old. Uh, funk you. Uh, yeah, Terry was, uh, he was one of the great workers that uh, probably kind of, I would say, I don't know if introduces the right word, but helped build the foundation of what uh, some people call garbage wrestling, where there's lots of barbed wire and blood, but definitely the extreme side of wrestling. Terry was definitely a part in helping, helping that along. Uh, but he made some great matches and I also forget that he had some movie roles every so often I was reminded uh, about a month ago that he was in Roadhouse I don't know how the hell I forgot he was in Roadhouse probably because I haven't actually watched Roadhouse in a while and that's nothing against I like Roadhouse it's it is what it is for a movie it's entertainment but I had somehow forgotten that Terry Funk was in Roadhouse and uh yeah so, we lost Terry on uh, Wednesday, and uh, so yesterday, Thursday, because today, just as reference, in case you're not listening to this reference, but today is August 25th, so then August 24th, yesterday, uh, Bray, Bray Wyatt, aka Wyndham Rotunda, his real name, Bray Wyatt died. 
Uh, apparently he had uh, details are a little sketchy at, at the moment, but it sounds like he had had some sort of long going heart issues. It sounded like he had gotten COVID several months earlier and uh, he was having a hard time fighting it, especially with his heart, which just goes to tell me if someone like Bray Wyatt, who was, while he was a bigger dude, was still a fit and active you know, he was a wrestler who lifted weights and I'm sure he did cardio and everything else. If a COVID strain can till, still take him out, people need to still kind of take it a little bit seriously. I mean, I've already seen memes of people making fun of, oh, if you're falling for the government for a second time. But motherfuckers, I've, I have known people that have died from it. And they're always like, oh, well, COVID was not killed him. It was, uh, no, it's always... COVID complicated other things. So it wasn't... I don't know. It's... I don't know. Just once again. But yeah, apparently it was... He had heart problems. Started with COVID. and So it's kind of a bummer. Uh, while he wasn't one of my favorite wrestlers, I always appreciated like the, the stuff he brought to the table. Uh, and I remember even... Being interested when he first started the the whole family bit with uh, Brody Lee and uh, I mean it was it was always interesting you know that weird kind of cultish backwoods leader thing it, it was interesting so and uh, yeah it's just it's kind of a bummer so uh, so pour pour one out for the for the boys this weekend. Uh, it's kind of a bummer. Like I said, the older we get, the more we keep uh, losing some of the great ones and the innovators. That's uh, kind of a bummer, but unfortunately, time moves on. Yeah. What else are we going to do? For 10 hours and are hangry. Wingstop. Alright, and we are back rolling again. So, uh, I'm going to cover a couple things real quick. Uh, I was watching streaming TV the other day, and of course they always have commercials for, you know, vacation destinations and stuff, and they had one up for Alabama, and I was... Like, kind of watching it, kind of not one of those deals. But then they brought up, or they showed Sloss Furnace as one of the destination spots of Alabama. Now, it is a, I know it is Sloss Furnace is already the national landmark. If you are not familiar, Sloss Furnace is actually, it's, uh... Well, it has a signor historical significance. Uh, let's see. It, it was basically uh, it was a furnace that got started not, not long after the Civil War. Now I'm I'm kind of paraphrasing a lot of stuff, 
and I'm skimming over some stuff here on online. But uh, started by Colonel James Withers Sloss, a North Alabama merchant and railroad man. Uh, so basically, the, but this Sloss, uh, Sloss furnace was around for a long time. But the problem was, is like the amount of people that got killed on the job there. It was, it was a lot, and I don't even know if they really have any idea. I mean, but it's known as one of the most haunted places in Alabama. So, like a lot of ghost hunter shows, they always end up going to Sloss Furnace at least once, if if not more. So, and I've watched before where the, there's a, a tunnel where. I mean, you just hear noises just all the time, and it, it's just, it, it's it's not someplace I would want to be after dark, even me being kind of a little more of a, uh, I, I wouldn't say a man of science, but someone that, you know, it's it's not that I don't believe in ghosts or poltergeists or spirits at all, but I'm, I'm a little more, try to be a little more scientific mind, but even I would, there's no way. But I just thought it was weird that for, yeah, the, the vacation destaway, destination getaway place. We're going to think, go to a place where it is known that many people have died that were on the jobs. And I mean, this place was part of the reason that like things like OSHA came about, you know? So, uh, let's see. Uh, trying to see when it was brought down, but yeah, if you ever get curious, go, if you haven't heard anything about it, it's, uh, Sloss Furnace, S-L-O-S-S, like the S-Loss, basically. Sloss Furnace, uh, just look up the history yourself and just kind of the stuff that went on there. Um, let's see, it was designated national, hence, destination 1981, so became a historic landmark in 1981. Uh, opened its gates as a museum in 83. Now, I don't think it is currently, at least not the interior, open. I could be wrong to the public. I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, it, it, uh, I believe they shut it down sometime in the 70s. But it's worth, like I said, reading up on. It is interesting. Uh, I'm sure if you look online, I have not done it. But I'm sure if you look online, there's probably quite a few like urban explorers and stuff that have probably went in there. Not including uh, like all the, the ghost hunter shows. So, um, it is definitely worth checking out, but I just thought that was odd to advertise, like, a place that's known so much for, like, death as being a national landmark as far as people going to go visit for your vacation destination. I don't know. I thought that was a little odd, but it, I guess take what you can get when like, you're Alabama, I guess. I don't know. It seemed a little odd to me. So, and, uh, moving right along... Um, I don't think, uh, I've recorded this episode in, in several bits and pieces because of the things that are going on. Uh, <coughs> hopefully, uh, I'll talk about some of what's been going on with my leg and stuff here in a, a future podcast, but for right now, I'm just going to skip it. Um, I am getting better. I'll, I will say that so that nobody has to worry about anything. But, uh, I do just kind of want to press on, uh, oh, uh. So I'd heard somebody else talk on a local podcast about how much they loved Roll King popcorn. And uh, I'm not trying to, like, get a lawsuit against me or anything, but I will say this. I've had numerous 
people who were former employees there asked me, they're like, oh, I want to talk about why I go to Royal Cake. And they're like, oh, you don't need the popcorn there, do you? And I was like, no, I've, I never have. Why? And they're like, yeah, just don't. So, allegedly, and I'm going to say allegedly this way, but allegedly, uh, there have been seen vermin chewing through the bags because they come in huge, the popcorn kernels, allegedly, come in very large sacks. So, uh, unlike, you know, because it's bulk, it's cheaper that way. Uh, but the uh, there have been vermin uh, found in the sacks chewing and eating the kernel seeds and stuff before. So, um, yeah. And they don't allegedly throw it out usually I guess so let's just say that if you might want to I'll just skip the free popcorn I, I would just say I, I'll put it that way like I said I I didn't see this with my own eyes I'm not going to but I have had more than one person then these people were not connected to each other in any way tell me the same thing so yeah so I, w I would skip it if I were you so um trying to think of some other th things I wanted to cover oh yeah like I said I was a couple of episodes uh I know I said something about Terry Funk passing and I don't know if it I can't remember now so if if I repeat it I am sorry but, uh, I, of course, brought up Terry Funk. And, uh, I just, uh, oh, God, I forgot his name. Brett Wyatt, a.k.a. Uh, Wyndham, passed away the other day. And, uh, it was kind of a bummer. Uh, didn't I, really, I knew he'd had, I'd heard some things about him having heart problems. But, uh. Supposedly that was... Uh, sorry, I keep looking back and forth trying to load stuff while I... So, yeah, Wyndham Lawrence Rotunda. Uh, he passed away August 24th, 2023 as well. Sorry about that. My phone is too near the microphone. Uh, but yeah, apparently he had compl heart complications. Uh, it started apparently while he had COVID at the beginning of the year. And... Uh, Tell you what, man, all the people try to act like COVID's not a thing. I don't, I've known too many people who have lost parents or at least immediate relation to them that died from COVID, from complications with COVID. And it kind of makes me feel lucky that I, at least the, the two times I had it, I had it was up to date on my shots and everything. I know there's a lot of people think I'm dumb because I fell for the shots, but I mean... To me, I felt like I dodged two bullets, honestly, because how sick I could have gotten as compared to how sick I did get. I mean, and I still, to this day, have not, I pretty much have lost my singing voice. Now, I've been trying to build it back up. It's not going to be the same as what I was doing before. Not that I was a great vocalist, don't get me wrong. It's not that I thought I was great by any I, I got the job done but I've had to kind of change my style for that the next Sacred Cows album we're working on it's going to be a lot more of where I would vary my tone and like mimic certain things or certain voice styles 
it's probably me going to be doing my own version of uh, I wouldn't say Jello Biafra, but how Jello Biafra just kind of sticks with one, one style mainly. It's going to be me doing my version of of that. So, kind of a more talk singy sing songy kind of style. That's probably going to be a lot of what I do from now on because that's kind of what I have to do. I don't have the lung capacity to belt out. I mean, I can't even imitate Danzig as well as I used to be able to. So, so with that being said, moving on. So yeah, but I just I wanted to bring up going back, getting way off track about Bray Wyatt. So, like I said, it was kind of a bummer. I I liked his gimmick that he had in WWE, and I remember there was one point, and it must have been around the time he got sick. Now that I'm thinking about it, there was. Rumors about him leaving the WWE, and at that point there was rumors about maybe him. That had to be longer ago now. Him joining AEW and becoming like the rumors of him being the cult leader of uh, the Dark Order. Which honestly, I think that could have worked, but that's just me. I mean, he had to get rid of the the backwoods swamp hillbilly cult leader thing, but he could still make the creepy thing work. And he, he did later. He did different creepy styles of stuff later so ah opportunity missed I guess now we'll never know but yeah so uh, let's see we covered that I'm going through my, my little checklist there's some things I do want to cover I do want to cover uh, one of these days and do uh, I don't remember if I've talked about this or not I had an episode that I started to record that ended up getting corrupted, so I had to do, I had to basically trash that. But, and I don't remember if me talking about this was on that or not. So, if I'm repeating myself once again, sorry. But uh, I am going to see about doing uh, an album, decon- well, I'm going to do call it an album deconstruction, where I take an album from my teenage in early years that like was big to me in one way or another, and just kind of deconstruct it um, almost song by song sometimes. Uh, I kind of did something similar for those of you that uh, do follow me on uh, Facebook. I've done something similar, oh, geez, about a month, month and a half ago now, on uh, Metallica's uh, Master of Puppets album. Because that album, when I discovered it when I was young, was one of my favorite albums. I listened to it a lot. I sat there and deconstructed it. It was one of those albums that I started listening to and thought about being a musician and started deconstructing and listening to the separate parts of like the drum parts and the bass parts and you know the guitar parts and all those kind of things and uh, just kind of deconstructing it in my head and just learning because if I were to be honest a lot of my guitar playing style I have realized since I have started re-listening to the Cure's Kiss Me Kiss Me Kiss Me album which is the album I'm going to eventually deconstruct in an episode because that was the first album I owned. That was the first full album I owned by The Cure. Was Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me. So, But I have realized at some point that some of my guitar style, and the way I play, actually comes from that album, oddly enough. So, But I listened to it so much, I think it just kind of wore off. And I never really realized that before. There's a lot of other like guitarists, like uh, Vinny Stigma from Agnostic Front. I realize a lot of like the punk, hardcore riffs I play come directly from him I've, I've realized that for a long time I always thought when I first heard an agnostic front I thought that guitar sound was one of the coolest things I ever heard so and it was that great New York thing uh, 
I, I still do kind of love it to this day. And even uh, Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry was one of the first guitarists that I really started to listen to and how he played and tried playing his songs. And even now, I can still hear a little bit of Chuck Berry in my playing. So, or at least that blues origin. That's probably part of the reason, too. I, I like things like rock blues stuff without, you know, it's, I think it's one of the reasons Danzig's always appealed to me. Especially that kind of that dirty back swamp blue sounding kind of stuff. It's, it's from Danzig's, from listening to Danzig early. And, but even earlier than that, it's from listening to Chuck Berry and, and The Doors and some of the other oddball and, you know, learning about uh, Lightning Hopkins early. So, yeah, okay. I'm going to quit yammering on about this, but yes. So eventually I'm basically going to start doing a series every so often where I deconstruct an album. And I think the first one I'll be doing on the podcast is uh, Here's Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me. But I need to, I've been re-listening to the album, so I need to kind of finish listening to it. And because it is kind of, it is a long album. It was longer than I actually kind of remember. But uh, it was an album I used to listen to a lot on the bus when I had my old uh, white Walkman. And uh, I had, I remember this, it was uh, John Grigley's from Vision Skateboards second. It was like the face. It was a kind of grinning face. It looked a little Jokerish, but I had that cover in the face of the Walkman. But, uh, yeah, I listen to that album a lot on the bus and to a lot of art field trips, oddly enough. And I think part of the reason for the art field trip is that way I wasn't getting too wound up like listening to Slayer or something before I went. And so, but, uh, yeah, that's, it's, uh, and it's an album I passed on to a couple of my best friends that hadn't listened to them at that point. So, but yeah, I'll be deconstructing it, talking about it. I don't know how deep it's I'm going to dive into it but it'll, it'll be a little bit I'll be talking so that that will be coming up um hoping to get some more episodes coming up with actual other people at some point there are plans there are talks in the works and uh, also since uh with the other uh recorder I've got uh, I am going to figure out how to do do it by phone so which will be interesting because there's a couple of people I've really wanted to get on the podcast that there's too many miles. But this way I might be able to actually get it done and uh, have some uh, interesting interesting content, I guess we'll see. Say as, as, as the kids say. Yeah. So uh, speaking of as the kids say, I discovered the other day, where was I? There was some sort of trap beat being played but it was country lyrics or something and I remember just sitting there looking across at my wife being like yeah I'm old it's not for me it's just not my thing and and it's not that I'm against new music every so often especially when I go on band camp uh, I'll find like EDM or some other stuff that I actually kind of dig but uh, I don't know. There's a lot of it, especially, uh, and I don't have anything against dumbed down music, but there's a lot of it where it, you know the amount of word count is like about ten. And I don't, I don't know, I don't. And it's not that I write smart stuff either. Don't get me wrong. I wrote some dumb stuff, and sometimes that's the stuff that kind of clicks with people. Is a really, really kind of simple. There's a good groove, and the lyrics are pretty easy and. 
but I don't know. There's a lot of stuff anymore that I'm hoping there's some sort of rebirth of music and it takes off again. I I will say it's kind of odd for me that new metal is becoming a thing again, but I mean to each their own. I've heard a lot of it. A lot of it I'm like, eh, it's alright. I don't hate it. I'm not going to run out and buy it. But once again, it's not really for me. And and if I were to be honest, like the new metal thing when it came out, while there were some bands that were alright and I thought was cool, and it, it, a great many of it I was kind of like, eh, I, I can do without. It's okay. I don't have to have the album. So, but, uh, trying to think what else. Oh, another new segment I'm going to start doing is doing reviews. Like Yelp reviews, Google reviews. I was going to do it on this episode, but uh, I don't think I got quite... I'm not prepared enough, and I'm trying to figure out a good way to do it besides just looking on my phone. I wouldn't mind printing up some, so that way I can print up some good ones and do a little bit of research. But, uh, yeah, it's not going to be happening on, on this episode, but it's something to look forward to in the future. So, uh, with... Uh, I guess with that being said... Yeah, well, the the best thing I can tell you is, uh, as as people anymore, is just uh, maybe put away your devices for a while, shut off your TV, check out some new music, or read a book. Uh, Just try to be kind to one another, and uh, I'm called Pirate of Podcasting, and sign off for now.
let's talk about your cable ace award. Let's talk about buttered sausage. Talk about buttered sausage, where it comes from, what it does. Why is it doing what it's doing? Get it out of my face. What about buttered buttered sausage? That's not your jam. It's not your thing. You don't like it? It's not my jam. I don't buy jam. I buy honey, and I kiss it on the lips.